0: hello my sweets thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of let's talk about everything with me jonesy sweet now listen you guys i'm just elated i'm more happy about kamala harris being vice president than joe Biden being actual president i know we were super happy that trump is out of the office but oh my goodness we are making history african-american people are making history yay brown girls who voted um they want to say that the black women vote put biden and harris where they needed to be i believe that so and um hey i'm ex- i'm super excited i can tell my daughter that the sky is the limit you can reach your goals everything is attainable don't say you can't because baby you can Now, I'm inspired by a poet, uh, which you probably, you guys have probably heard this poem on every news channel you probably could think of. Her name is Leslie um, Horani, or Horan, listen, I apologize for chopping up your name, girl, so don't hold it to me, but I was just inspired by this poem, and I'm going to say it and read it out, well, I'm going to speak it out loud so you guys can you know, let it tap dance on the frontal lobe of your brain and trickle down your spine like neck bone juice because it touched my heart so well. Okay. So listen, it goes like this. Brown girl, brown girl. What do you see? I see a vice president that looks like me. Brown girl, brown girl. What do you do? I fought. I hoped I spoke what was true. Brown girl, brown girl. What do you know that there are strong women who want me to grow? Brown girl, brown girl, what do you feel? That black girl magic will help us all heal. Brown girl, brown girl, what do you see? A world that sees my skin before it sees me. Brown girl, brown girl, what you going to do? March, fight, create till I make this world new. Come on somebody. Brown girl, brown girl, how you going? How are you so strong? Because I got queens in my blood to help push me along. Finger snap somebody. Finger snap somebody. All right. So listen, you know, I had to have friends. I had to have this conversation. So I've got my friend. Um, it's so amazing how we met. It's so funny. I've got my friend here, uh, Zedric Applin. You guys better make sure that you get his name right. Okay. Um, he is not only... An amazing actor. He's a heck of a good person. He's a great dad, a wonderful husband, and he is here to share some of his
1: opinions with me. So, what's going on? Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. It's been a wonderful time here. that now. Miss Kamala Harris is now our VP. Yes. Mr. Joe Biden is our president. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's been wonderful now that I know the next four years are, are going to be um, Trump-less.
0: Peaceful. <laughs> Hopefully peaceful because his uh, supporters are not as nice. They're yes. not handling it so well. They're not happy campers.
1: No, not at all. They, they had a march today to, to say how unhappy they were, but mm. nobody really cares. Not um, at all. And that's not going to change the outcome not of this election. So, not at all. Um, so, sorry for you. They were, they were all happy to gloat four years ago when, when Trump won, mm-hmm. so... Um, mm-hmm. they can catch all the smoke. Catch this it. this this year around. So um, exactly. happy to be here with you. Thank you Thank for you. having me on the show. Thank you for talking to Jonesy Sweet. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's funny that that you mentioned how we met. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, 2020 has been just the crazy year, right? Absolutely. So when we met, we were we had both uh made it to be um uh, on Aida. So with the Italian music, uh, the Thallian, uh, Theater Association here in mm-hmm. Wilmington. Tell Mm-hmm. hall we were mm-hmm. both uh, going to be in the musical, and yeah. that's how we met. We met exactly. during the audition. We met during that uh, COVID happened. We yes. weren't able to actually do the show. We weren't even um, able to
0: do like the uh, musical part to it. Yeah, or, or we were supposed to just do the musical. We just we did a it.
1: few of the rehearsals, mm-hmm. and it got shut down after that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, things happen for a reason. Uh, we met for a reason. So hey, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, you know, the, the years to come that we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have more chances to do things like this uh, together.
0: Absolutely. So tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Brag on yourself a little bit.
1: Sure. Um, so I am, I've been, my career spans about 15 years in banking. Um, uh, right now I work for a financial technology company called Encino here in Wilmington. Uh, so I work as a product manager and I help build software for the banking industry. So that's just what I do to make my living. Yes. Uh, but my passion <laughs> is really things beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, yep. I own a barbershop that's, that's back right. in Texas. I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas, born and raised in Dallas.
0: Texas stand up.
1: Texas stand up. <laughs> um, so I still have my barbershop back in Texas. I moved okay. here to Wilmington um, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's that's up and thriving and well, um, and then also uh, three three friends of mine. We've most recently just launched a, a new clothing uh, clothing brand called Run the Race. So right now we're still in our infancy. Um, what we're really trying to do at the beginning is really bring um, the customer along in the journey of how okay. we create. Um, see and let them kind of peek behind the curtain Mm -hmm. to see um, how we've come up with our concepts, um, test things out with the customers. Uh, They've already had input into our logo design. So we're really trying to crowdsource how we build a brand. Um, And kind of the premise of the brand, you know, me being a Christian is really, uh, really promoting people to you know get off the 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 sidelines of being passive about your faith and really get active you know we've all Mm -hmm. been called to a mission uh and so really promoting people to live up and run that race of the mission so that's why we came up with that concept we're all former track and field athletes okay so we kind of have that background and theme to it um but, you know, it's kind of a double entendre for us.
0: That's awesome. And if you ever need a model for apparel, you know, I'm, I'm one of your You girls. know who I come to. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's dive right into the meat and potatoes, the heart of this conversation. So I wanted to have a conversation with a male first, a mm-hmm. male with children, preferably a male with a daughter. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this. With you being a father of a little girl yourself, explain to me how you feel with having, or how do you feel, you know, now that we have a female vice president, not only female vice president, but a woman of color.
1: Yeah, so when I was... You know, it took a long time for the week for them to declare it, but I right. always declare it in my spirit. Right. Um, but it really is a manifestation of all of the things that you tell your children, that yeah. you can do anything you want to do to set your mind to it. And as a as a child, as you look on that with kind of child eyes, um, it's kind of hard to get a picture of what mm-hmm. that really looks like yeah. if you don't have someone to model that after. Yeah, absolutely. And so now with uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, I can point to my daughter and say, you can be her, mm-hmm. that person thats looks like you, uh, shares the same comb as you, yeah. goes to the beauty shop just like you, yes. um, that you can be and sit in those positions if you so desire. Um, and I think having that visual representation mm-hmm. of someone came out of the black community went to an hbcu Uh, yes she did um i mean it is it is such a great thing for us as parents to be able to say yeah um you can do that you know Mm -hmm. we always try to get our children to aspire to them to do whatever and we try to point them to certain people that they can model after but in the political Realm, there was hardly anybody to really point at to say you can achieve that level right. of of uh of you know whatever you desire. Yeah. Um. Any, uh, unless I'm pointing her to Barack Obama, who's a male, and yeah. and no disrespect with Barack Obama, of but um, it's hard in these worlds for females. It is hard. And so you have to um, push them extra harder just mm-hmm. to be on that same level as as males. And so it was. It's so great for us to see it, and hopefully, you know, I'll be able to point to say, here's your next female president, mm-hmm. um, who is also <laughs> a woman of color yeah. and a woman from HBCU. But I'm, I'm, I'm projected out into the future, but I'll, I'll stay with Right Here in the Now. Listen, that, uh... I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Now, I'm 33, mm-hmm. and never could I ever imagine, because like we were talking about, our textbooks didn't uh, didn't make room for a person of color, of mm-hmm. any type mm-hmm. of minority. So how do you feel that your life, in your lifetime, you're able to live under an administration of a black president, and now under an administration um, of a vice president, a it, black female vice president?
1: It feels like we're living our ancestors' dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, It really does. Um, You know, my grandmother growing up in the South, in the deep South in Texas. Yes, the deep um, South. You know, she is a product of, uh, she's, you know, uh, descendants of slaves. Yeah. Um, Having someone of color in that political power was only a dream to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you um, reflect on kind of what 2008 meant to us as black Americans, just, um, what that meant to be able to see someone that looked like us in that, uh, in the presidency, I can only imagine what it meant for our ancestors.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but if I think about it from my children, my daughter, um, who is eight years old, being growing up under a black president was all she knew. She was born in 2012. Yeah. And so she was born into a black presidency. Yeah. Um, and then we had this administration with Trump, um, but now she's getting to see the next uh, black vice president take the ring, So that's all she's known. Mm-hmm. And so what my hope um, is going forward is that's what becomes the norm for them to Absolutely. see um, us as African-Americans take an interest in the political process, um, go out there um, and, and serve in office and serve the country. Um I'm hoping that becomes the norm for their generation um, because it was not for um, my parents' generation, my mm-hmm. grandparents' generation. No. Um, and yeah. definitely it, it took until I'm 37, and so it took until now, you yeah. know, to really start seeing this yeah. um, in our generation. So we're hoping for the next generation yeah. seeing uh, black people in office, seeing black people really aspire and attain to that top level of the political process um becomes the norm and not just the um the asterisk in in the history of time
0: exactly i i'm happy that there's this is just um a a monumental moment i always thought that it would just be president barack obama and nothing else they will never let anyone else of color Mm -hmm. hold that type of power so it is It's a phenomenal thing. Yes. However, I must say this. Mm Mm-hmm. As we bask in this beautiful occasion, Mm -hmm. we must make sure that that we hold them accountable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because I don't want four years of nothingness. Now, tell me your take on that a little bit. Like like we were talking about in regards to the Senate and things of that nature, how are we, we need to make sure that they are going to be held accountable. Tell, tell yeah. me how you feel about that.
1: Absolutely. I think with any, anybody <laughs> that we elect to office, mm-hmm. um, we, it is our jobs as citizens the voting mm-hmm. public to hold them accountable to uh, the platform that they ran under. Yeah. Um, they, if they promise X, Y, and Z, we're going to see if they live up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden are no different. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the same with Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to do the same with them. I think the thing that we need to be uh, that needs to we need to be prudent about is that we still have a Senate race that still has not been decided in Georgia, and that yeah. could be the difference in uh, the Democrats holding power in the Senate mm-hmm. and also keeping power um, in the as they've already kept power in the House. Um and so, as we think about that, if if the Democrats do not hold power in the Senate, um, uh, Senator, uh, not Senator, but, uh, Senator, not now Vice President elect, yeah. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are going to have a tougher time trying to get policy done. Yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Just like
0: yeah, President Barack Obama. Just like he a, did, yeah, in because his, a lot especially people, in
1: the second term. A
0: lot of people think that he did nothing, but when you have people fighting against yeah. your bills and, and the things that you're trying to implement, it is so hard. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. And so you.
1: that's why he did the Obamacare during his first term, mm-hmm. because he knew there could have been a um, an issue if he waited till the second term of his presidency Mm -hmm. to try to push something like that through because then he had a Senate that then flipped on him. Right. Um, So it is prudent to, if you have, and and, and Trump showed it true, if you have power... Um, of your party in, in the presidency and in the Senate, mm-hmm. that is going to go a much longer way yeah. for you enacting policy uh, because that's where more of the sheer power of policy making is held. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think we as uh, the voters in Georgia especially need to turn out yes. in this uh, runoff election for these two senators and ensure that the Democrats keep power in the Senate. Uh, but as we keep and, and, and as we move forward and, and keep these, uh, this new uh, administration um, accountable to their policies, we also need to be prudent of the powers that be that are against them. Yes. Uh, because there are a lot of people, even now, they're still fighting to even say that this election was even, um, even won fairly. And so... They're going to fight with that same vigor, yeah. th- them tooth and nail with every policy, everything that they're going to try to enact. So I think we have to keep that in the forefront of our minds. Of if they can't get certain things done, there are forces that are working against them to prevent that. So we have to um, keep them accountable, but also be prudent in, in our um, accountability of them, knowing that what what's, what's at stake.
0: Absolutely. Mr. Cedric appling everybody. (laughs) Didn't you love how he articulated himself? I love it. That's why I always try to have friends that are just knowledgeable, smart, and just down to earth. Okay. Listen, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today, but, and I hope that you learned something. You guys continue to listen to this series, um, because I just have more to, to share with you all. But in this time, let's celebrate, but let's not lose focus because the fight's for change. The fight for change is still ever present. We still have a lot to fight for. We still have a lot to go ahead and overcome. Um, we've, we've won the the victory, but the war is still going on. Okay. Change is possible. And I thank you guys for listening until next time you guys be well, stay safe.